Hi everyone, welcome back to the Little Green Pasture. Praise the Lord. As usual, it is always such a blessing for me to be here and I look so forward to it. Today I'm going to share some things that are in my heart, things that I'm sensitive to in the Holy Spirit, things that have been enlarging in my heart. And that is more meaningful to me than anything. And I pray that these words that I will speak to you today, that the Holy Spirit would enlarge them into your heart. And I come now in your name, Jesus, to do our Father's will. And that, Lord, you will be glorified in this message. And that, Lord, as I read this word in your word today, that you brought streams out of the rock and floods out of the flinty rock. Lord, there's nothing that can stop the power of your Holy Spirit. There is no force on earth. There is no voice that can overtalk yours. There's nothing that can stop the love of God. And I look to you today to be with my mouth, Lord, no less than you were with the mouth of Moses. And that, Lord, you would loose the strings of my tongue. And that, Lord Jesus, your love would flow out. And that your people would know the joyful sound. It says in your word, the highest gave his voice. And I pray that your voice, your sound would be heard. Though I'm speaking, let those that know you, who know the joyful sound of your voice, let them hear. And let all those who hear, Lord Jesus, thank you. And I commit all unto you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. You know, I've been feeling lately um, more something that's been happening to me. And I think every now and then I've been speaking to this about speaking about this with you, um, all of you that I come and speak to, is there is a sense that something is winding down. And it is enlarging itself within me. I'm absolutely aware it's not coming from my own mind and it's not coming from my own heart. I just keep doing what I do every day. I do what Corey Ten Boom says. Don't ask any questions. Just show up for duty. But you know what? The not asking any questions and the showing up to duty might sound like a sharp word or a hard thing. But the showing up for duty is that it is a labor of love. And as soon as we wake up in the morning, we're, we're there already in heart. Our bodies need to rest, but our souls don't sleep. And our spirit man has been made alive in the new birth. So when we say, she says, ask no questions, it means we don't even have to question the Lord. But when we show up 
that we partake of his life. And, and I want to talk to you today about this feeling that has been intensifying in me. And I have some scriptures that I believe came to me by the Holy Spirit to accompany what he's moving in me about. So this intensifying feeling came to a fruition on the 23rd where it became so great. Now I had been praying little here, little there, little randomly, right? Where I, I was not really clear really what I wanted to say to the Lord as if I wanted to acknowledge that I was hearing something, but then I quick, I pray about it and quickly go on. There was things I wanted to be sure about that I was sensing, though I really knew what I was sensing, but there was some trepidation in me that didn't just want to rush into the throne room of God and be hasty with words because I fear the Lord and I, I reverence him and respect him so much. But this feeling inside me was intensifying to the point that on the 23rd, I was sitting on my couch and I was reading something and all of a sudden that it just started to just move and intensify in me. And I spoke these words out of my mouth saying, Lord, the only thing I can say about it, if I were to put words on it, it's that eternity is enlarging itself within me. And I'm hearing myself say these words. And yet those words that I was speaking were like words that were being spoken to me. And I said, yes, Lord. That's exactly the way it feels like. Well, that sense kept growing and growing and growing. And I kind of tossed and turned all night. So that night I had a dream. And so here's the dream. I saw myself sitting right here at the desk that I normally do. To my right, I have a laptop. It's just a little notebook. I have notes. And then obviously the laptop in front of me. Everything's very humble. I have a little desk, a little chair, and a little room. And so I see myself in my dream and many times I'm, as I'm talking, I'm reading and talking at the same time as I'm viewing notes and going over things. So I'm doing that in my dream and I'm reading, I'm speaking and I'm giving a message. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I'm talking away and I feel full of joy and I'm alive. And then I stop looking at the screen. I look forward and there's no laptop. And I kept talking, and I, but as I was giving the message, my mind said, you're not even recording. Why are you still talking? But I didn't want to stop. Something in me didn't want to stop. And there was no prohibition in my dream telling me to stop. But I said, I'm just gonna, I thought, I'm just gonna finish the message. I'm gonna keep going. And then finally it ended. And as soon as it ended, I noticed that everything on my desk became dimmed. And I look over my shoulder, you could see that door. 
But instead, I looked over my shoulder and the door was wide open, something I never do. The first thing I do is I come in, I shut the door, and I go into prayer before I show up here with you. Well, when I woke up from that dream, it just so happened to be the time I go out to prayer. And so I went out to prayer and I didn't even really want to talk to the Lord about it because I didn't know what to think really. But after I was done saying all the things I wanted to say to the Lord and praying for people that I know need prayer, I just wanted to just spend that time with him, talking to him. And I said, Lord, I had a dream. And I rehearsed the dream before him, which is something I do. And I thought on that dream for a few days, you know, what is it? Today is the, I don't know, what is it, the 27th? And I, I said to myself, and I've been praying about it, and I've been thinking about it, and going over it in my heart, and praying some more. And you know, I fully believe within my heart. Now let me be very clear. Understand my words. I believe the Lord was showing me some things. See, this has been my work for five years. A job, a work, a little field Christ gave me that started with a little patch of dirt that he told me is a little green pasture after a while. And it has been such a sowing, a reaping and a sowing and a reaping and a more sowing and a constant going and it's been such a learning experience for me and it's, you know, growth. And so many of you, you know, we've all been through something, right? Being here at this, this little field that belongs to the chief shepherd. So on one hand, I feel him not telling me to stop. In fact, I believe that in my dream, no matter what, I kept going. I kept talking. I kept sharing the message and there was joy though there was a dimness and the door opening meant just to be ready because a door is significant in the spirit. Now, let me be very clear again. I'm going nowhere. I'm staying right here. I'm not going anywhere, but I believe what Jesus was showing me is the time that we're in. You know, I saw that scripture, a couple of scriptures God gave to me, and I've been thinking about Nehemiah over the last few days. I was laying in bed thinking about the work that Nehemiah and his men were doing in chapter four. And it says, and it came to pass from that time forth, chapter four, starting at 16 through 23. And it came to pass from that time forth that the half of my servants wrought in the work and the other half of them held both the spears, the shields, and the bows, and the habergens. And the rulers were behind all the house of Judah. They which built it on the wall, and they that bear the burdens, with those that laid it, <clears throat> excuse me, everyone with one of his hands wrought in the work, and with the other hand held a weapon. For the builders, everyone had a sword girded by his side, and so builded. And he that sounded the trumpet was by me. And I said unto the nobles, unto the rulers, unto the rest of the people, the work is great and large, and we are separated upon the wall, one far from another. In what place thereof you hear the sound of the trumpet, resort you thither unto us. Our God shall fight for us. 
So we labored in the work. Half of them held the spears from the rising of the morning till the stars appeared. Likewise, at the same time, I said unto the people, let everyone with this servant lodge within Jerusalem, that in the night they may be a guard to us and labor on that day. So neither I nor my brethren, nor my servants, nor the men of the guard which followed me, none of us put off our clothes, saving that every one of them uh, put them off for washing. And, you know, I, I think of this work that all of us are given to do. In fact, let me pause right here. This message was so important to me to give to you that I said to Jesus before I showed up here to you, I said, Lord, I'm going nowhere and I will work until you call us all home. I said, but the, we, there is a growing intensity, this enlarging of eternity within me. That Lord, let me speak with boldness. Let me speak as if this could be my last hour on earth. As if this were my last video, which is not, be clear because I'm going nowhere, but I said, as if. And you know, something was sharp and pricked my heart. And I felt the Lord, I, I said, Lord, I said, open the windows, open the door of heaven and let your power come down. Let your power come down on me. Because what I believe Jesus is saying to me, and hopefully if he's saying it to you, you're going to know it. It's not because I'm saying it. I'm nothing. I'm just like you. I'm listening to him. And I know what I'm feeling. And I know what I'm sensing. And I know what I'm hearing. Because I'm an old lady and I've been around a long time. And I know my master's voice. And I know the move of the Holy Spirit. And it was that he was saying to me in my heart. From the rising of the morning until the stars appear, you continue to work. And you keep talking, you keep sharing, you keep letting living waters flow. And I'm saying that to you. You know, yesterday I was listening to a really good message by my good, dear old friend who's gone on before, Fred Tomlinson. And he was talking about Paul the Apostle. And at the very end, and he was discussing about the kind of man he was. And he was a loving, patient man. and and the less he was loved, the more he loved. And, and that he, that by the time it was done for him to go, there was no complaints. There was no bitterness, but he was ready to go. And the only thing, the only time, because he was in and out of prison, but this time his leaving prison would be by a guard from the door of the prison and to the executioners. But I believe he knew that time. And God wants us to know the time that you and I are in. You know, we, we have had been given so much as his people. He has given us his word. We have read, we have every, we have every, Thing at our fingertips, every Bible translation, but I stick with the King James Version, the majority text. And I think to my own self, Lord, 
I'm ready. You've been preparing me all along. And I say to you, and I ask you, are you ready? See, if you're not ready, just ask Jesus to make you ready. He has power from on high to make you ready. You're his because he purchased you with his blood. It says the work is great and large and we're separated upon the wall, one far from another. That tells me they're, they're scattered and we are his people scattered all over the earth. Another thing I'm sensing is an absolute detachment from this present world. I feel something so great, I cannot even put it into words. And when I think of that dream that I had, it wasn't that Jesus was saying to me, I'm done with you, Joni. He's saying, like a workman, before they go leave the office, they shut the lights out and they go out of the door. I believe we're that close. Notice in my dream, I continue to speak. Because I believe that we are to labor from the morning until the stars appear. Sword in hand, trowel in the other. When I see those words from the rising of the morning till the stars appear, I think about what it means about our eternal life, that we become like the stars in the universe that shine forever and ever. But yet there is this joy that has entered into me, a joy I've never tasted before, never experienced it before. And it's so awesome. It's so wonderful. And it's nothing that I even asked for. It's nothing that I even prayed for or thought about or sought after. But this eternity has been enlarging itself within me. Are you feeling that? You know, I think about another one more scripture that uh, I I saw. It says in Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, it says, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside the weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before us endured the cross, despised its shame, and is now set down at the right hand of God. And I think to myself, a day is coming for you and me when that rapture comes and we go through that door and we're caught up to him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord? Lord, I, I'm telling you, even in my prayers, I've been strangely saying, Lord, open up your heavens. Lord, open up your heavens, open up your heavens to us, pour out your power upon your people that are waiting for you. Those that aren't ready, strengthen those, Lord God. Lift those up, Lord God, that can't lift the, their own selves up. And let us, Lord God, that have borne the burden and the heat of the day, let us, Lord God, be those, Lord, that are working all the while until like Nehemiah said, and the man neck, there was a man with me that sounded a trumpet. You know, I think to myself, that's First Corinthians, First uh, Thessalonians 4, uh, where it says in verse uh, 16, 
For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. I think of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51. It says, in the twinkling of an eye, at the sound of the last trump, we shall all be changed, right? We shall all be changed in the twinkling of an eye at the sound of the last trump. That's how it goes. And we shall all be changed. And this growing eternity in me is that it's there's this joy. And I feel heaven drawing so near, at least to me. But I know not to me only, but I know to you also. You know, on March 1st, I had a dream. Many of you heard the dream, but I'm going to say it again. I had this dream uh, that I saw myself getting out of bed, going out to my living room to do my devotions like I do every morning around 1 or 1.30 in the morning. And I first thing I do is I open my curtain. I like to look out. And usually I pray in the dark, but the light was on in the room and I didn't do things normally, but it was a dream. And I went and I sat down on my couch and I look and I see the curtain was closed. And I, I said, oh, and I knew in my spirit, because when you've been warring and on the battlefield for a long time, like I said, your body sleeps, but your soul and your spirit don't sleep. But my spirit is quickened and my spirit is alive. And so instantly in my dream, I knew that was the enemy. And so I went and I opened the window a curtain again. And as I started to walk away, I turned around and it was closed again. So I went back and I got the curtain. I tied it in a knot. And though I can't reach the curtain rod in my dream, I was stuffing it behind the curtain rod. And I took a few steps back and I looked and I saw some invisible force trying, like frantically trying to untie the knot and right. And I'm facing the sliding glass door and I'm looking out and I look up and I see the enemy. I see Satan himself. I see him. Even in my dream, I said, that's Satan. And he was this huge, massive image from the, like the waist up clouds surrounded him, but it was open in the front and lightning was coming out of him, lighting up the inside, but it was not a lightning. Of, it wasn't it was a, a it was a light but it was a dirty looking light it wasn't that bright white light and he held this black bowl and he turned it over and out of it flooded all these little lights and i knew even in my dream and i know this in my dream i said to myself those are spirits and they were going out flooding out millions of them for this duration of the dream and i knew that those spirits that were flooding out to the north, south, east, and west and going out were spirits that have been held back for this till this time and that they were now going out. And since that day, I have seen such wickedness. We've all been seeing such wickedness that has been in rapid speed exploding all over the world. And I believe the Lord showed me that dream and the sense that I'm getting that is powerful. In fact, it feels larger than my own self. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. And I thought about that joy. 
because I've been feeling this joy and it's nothing like what we I've ever really experienced. And you know, Jesus had a goal when he came here. His goal was to die. And that joy that was set before him was that he was seeing you and me. And he came and he finished that work. He said, it is finished. And I believe we are all at that time now. Like that dimness over my desk was saying, get ready. The door is open. Just be ready. I'm telling you, I woke up this morning. I have pure joy to be here and happiness. You know why? Because of what he's doing within me. Because I feel that eternity enlarging within myself. And the time of Christ is drawing nigh. You know, it says, wherefore see, we're also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. I feel that those that have gone ahead, like Fred Tomlinson, like Charles Stanley, like all those that we've loved so much, and even not the big great ones, but those that have fought the good fight, they have finished their course, they have kept the faith, and they went to receive that crown of righteousness that the Lord would give them. But not unto them only, but unto us who also love is appearing. You see, this is the end of time. This earth is like a big cancer and it's eating itself up. But we are the children of the Most High. And I believe that before we go, that his great power in the end will be manifested in us how i don't know but i believe that that joy that is set before christ i pray it be set before you and be set before me i'm telling you i so sense it even as i speak it and those words come into my mind right now from isaiah 33:17 thine eyes shall see the king in his beauty they shall behold the land that is afar off. And I believe the closer we get, the closer we get to heaven, the closer heaven is coming to us. And we could feel it. I could feel it. And I'm so glad. But within me is a power to work with that joy set before me with the goal in mind he had us in view now we have him in view and those sins and those weights that so easily beset us all of a sudden they don't seem like a weight anymore they feel like nothing anymore because they are nothing death is swallowed up into victory amen Stand, stand up tall in this last hour that we're on earth. Put your shoulders back. Begin to rejoice in the Lord. I know I've told this dream before, just real quick. I'll just breeze through it. I saw myself trying to get through this big iron gate, and the man that's always with me in my dreams is at my right hand. And he pushed this big iron gate open, and there was this big courtyard, and it was empty. 
and all of a sudden I saw a congregation of people beginning to line up at a door and, and assemble at the door. And as I got to the door, I ever, the door opened, the, the double leaf door opened up and I saw a man standing at the door welcoming people in and it was a church and the church filled up and I was the last one to, I didn't even want to go in, but the man that was with me motioned to me to go in and as I went in, I could see that man standing at the front of the church. As I walked up to the aisle, there was nowhere to sit. And the man walked up with me and I saw that, and that man looked down at me, glaring at me with eyes of pure hatred, like he did not want me there. And I fled from him and there was an open door and I ran out of that open door and that man went with me. And he led me to another iron gate and he pushed it open. And as I, because I wanted to get out of there and I, there was nothing about God in there. That church was dead. And I, I stood there and I, and, and I was on a little, a little dirt path, a little dirt road standing on the side of it in front of the iron gates behind me. And I could hear a sound coming and I could look because the road was curvy and I saw light coming this way, coming out coming towards me and i saw a troop which looked like a troop of saints of god angels i'm not sure they did look like angels to me but i just want to be careful how i interpret things and and they were covered in light glowing and they all wore white and they marched perfectly it looked like there was probably, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 of them, and they were in rows. And the people, the, those in front held a banner, and those in back were, it was just beautiful. And I became so alive, and I ran to the front because I wanted to march with them. And I began to march with them, and I loved it. And I entered into this beautiful, glowing light with them perhaps a troop of angels because they're all around us and they're sent to be with us and to protect us and to safeguard us and i know that great joy to march with them i think of that scripture that last the scripture i'll say the last one it says, who is this that looketh forth as the morning? Bright as the sun, clear, clear as the moon, bright as the sun, and terrible as an army with banners. There's such this thrill of it being the end. I feel like I've already left in a sense, but I'm here to finish the work that Jesus has given me to do by the will of the Father to bring the ultimate glory to him. I have no interest in anything else but the salvation of those. Like C.T. Studd said, I want to run a salvation yard a hundred yards from hell. And I pray that God fill you full of that strength, that joy set before you, that energy of the Holy Spirit, the newness of life that 
spiritual athleticism and that it will all come flooding into you and you won't even recognize your own self but you will feel eternity enlarging within you amen we are all right now rapidly ripening for heaven <laughs>